You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect to Yaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread Podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. So for this week's episode, I just wanted to say before we get started, I'm feeling a bit under the weather. So if I sound weird, I'm just a little bit sick, but that's to blame on Georgia's weather. It was literally like 80 degrees at one point this week, and then it was 50 degrees the next day. So not very fun, but I am excited for this episode. So... Last week, we kind of gave you guys a little introduction into talking about the Bosnian Diasporic Conference, which is happening in Atlanta this April. Super exciting. And today, we kind of have a part two kind of segue into that episode. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the conference and learn a little bit more about how it got started and just like the history behind it. So we have three other guests on the show today and we're going to hear from each of them just kind of go more in depth on it. And if you guys still aren't convinced on coming to the conference, I really hope that after listening to this episode, you are definitely going to be registering and booking that plane ticket or planning that road trip, whatever you need to do, because seriously, this is such an awesome event. Um, If you guys didn't listen last week, I mentioned that I've been to two of the conferences before. The first one I attended was in 2017 in Washington, D.C., and then last year it was in Seattle, Washington. So really great experiences both years. And yeah, so I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to hand it over to our guests. So I guess, Taya, did you want to kind of go into how you guys even started? the conference in the first place yeah totally and um uh just so folks know my name is Taya Suffer I'm based in Chicago so I echo the like boo-hoo about Atlanta weather (laughs) because it literally was negative 30 degrees in Chicago and then like two days later was 50 so let's talk about that (laughs) but um to get really to the point of it, um, the conference has been around for um, the past few years. This is our fifth year. Um, we started this conference, and it was originally started by myself, my sister, Ida Sefer, and a friend of ours, Nuda Esten, who was based in Toronto, uh, with the support of the Bosnian-American Genocide Institute and Sanja Danoshek Seferovic. Um, we started this conference because we wanted to fill a gap uh, in the current events that exist that bring the diaspora together. We noticed that young people really um, weren't engaging super critically in actually building community, um, or if they were, it was in a, on, on a much smaller level, and we wanted to be able to just put on an event 
And uh, we very intentionally didn't want to start a new organization. Uh, we're very intentionally an event that is put together by organizers and by the community every single year. Um, and we do that so that every year the conference can change and grow and meet the needs of whatever community is, it is based in. Um, so our first year was in Chicago, then we did Toronto, Washington, D.C., Seattle, and now we're headed to Atlanta, which I'm super excited about. Um, we really cherish all of our attendees and we cherish the effort that people put into it. And the reason that folks show up and turn out is because of our three core values, which is collaboration, ambition, and diversity and inclusion. Uh, we want to create a, a critical space for uh, diaspora members from Beha to get together to discuss the issues that are facing the diaspora and folks at home to connect and make relationships and to find a space. Um, I've heard time and time again um, the typical attendee for the for BDC is uh, someone who's like you know, I'm not sure if I'm Bosnian enough or like I don't have a ton of Bosnian friends but I want to do more for my community. Or I just want to travel and meet new Bosnians all across uh, North America. <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool. We we draw together people from all different industries, all different backgrounds, uh, with a real diversity of thought, um, and it is uh, a re it has become a really special event over the past for now five years. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I like how you mentioned how a lot of people are afraid that they aren't Bosnian enough. Like, like there's some kind of standard you have to meet to come. And that's not the truth at all. Like, I mean, I remember when me and Manella first found out it was on Facebook, and we really didn't know much at all about it. I think we knew that Amra was going and that was literally it. But we decided to go anyway. And it turned out to be a really great experience. And it was definitely something eye-opening that I hadn't, you know, experienced before, just being surrounded by so many people that, you know, we are so different, but at the same time, we're all so similar, and we have this one thing that kind of brings us together, and I thought that was really special because that's not something that you get to experience, you know, most days here growing up in the U.S. or in Canada, so I guess we can go ahead and hear from our other guests on um, the episode. So we have Amra and Yusuf here, and I just want to hear from you guys. What drew you to the conference in the first place? And then how many of the conferences have you guys attended? You want to go first, Yusuf? <laughs> oh, please, you go first. <laughs> Okay. Hey, everybody. And uh, thank you so much, Amina, for having us, first of all. Um, so what drew me to the co first conference is um, <clears throat> my best friend Nada and I uh, were in Atlanta. So the first uh, conference was in Chicago. We really didn't know what to expect. And uh, just a little side note, uh, Thea and Ida um, and I are from the same hometown. So our dads grew up together. And um, so that's how we, that was like the, the first thing, you know, when I, when I mentioned that to my dad about the conference, he was totally supportive. And he's like, yeah, you have to go. This is really great. And first I was like, well, I don't really know what to expect. You know, it's, it seems like a cool concept. And he's like, no, you have to go. And he was of course, right. Um, 
you know, I was really intrigued by the fact that this was for Bosnian diaspora across the U.S. and Canada. Um, you know, like Tam mentioned, there really isn't like a specific platform or uh, space that we could call our own. Uh, I know there's so many different organizations and things going on um, that, you know, we can be a part of. But this conference is so unique because it kind of gives you a space to be open and be as Bosnian or American or Canadian as you need to be. There's not like a set standard that you have to follow. So, you know, after that first year, I was just hooked. So I've attended all of the conferences so far. And became an organizer last year. <laughs> yes. So um, I do want to mention, so we try to be as transparent as possible with the conference. So our organizers this year are myself. Uh, Amra Ikic, who's on the call with us, uh, my sister Ida Sefer, uh, Inara Isovic, and Semir Hasajic. So uh, we have an amazing team that has like been compiled over the years, um, and every year it changes. We really uh, strive on, on continuing to bring new people into the fold. Yeah, I think you guys have done a really good job of that. And it's awesome to see just, you know, more people get involved and kind of how the conference shapes and kind of looks a little bit different each year is super interesting. So what about you, Yusuf? How many have you attended? And then what brought you to the conference? Yeah, um, so thank you for having me, Amina. This is great. You, all of your podcasts are always awesome. So keep up the great work here. Um, thank you for giving us this opportunity to talk about this uh, great organization. So I've been to one diaspora conference. Um, I went to the 2017 one in DC. Um, so I met the entire squad, um, which has been great so far. And i um, very, very excited and looking forward to Atlanta this year. Um, honestly, the, the thing that really drew me to, um, to the conference was really just the opportunity to connect with really clever young individuals like myself um, who are just we're doing really fascinating work all over the world whether it's uh, video or, or digital or art or uh, research that people are doing um, it was just really really just a great opportunity to um, connect with people in a in just like a very well thought out and uh, genuine way um, so I you know was immediately hooked on that and um, you know, I've loved every every uh, conference that I've been to, whether it's uh, the IHDC or it's, you know, other organizations like BAPA, um, which I've been to a couple BAPA conferences. Um, Shouts out to them. Um, uh, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And they actually have, um, doesn't BAPA have a scholarship that you guys, like college students can apply for? I don't know if that's still open, but I saw something recently about it. Yeah, um, so BAPA is the Bosnian American Professionals Association for folks who are unaware, and they um, have partnered with the Big Diasporic Conference for the past few years in a couple of different ways, um, both by hosting uh, our networking event and also doing specific workshops with the conference. Um, the scholarship is currently open for students in the US and it could be undergrad students or graduate students. So um, that's a huge plus. And it's meant for Bosnian American individuals who show a strong commitment to their community and continuously contribute um, to uh, 
uh, I was like the Zajnitsa because I'm Bosnian. I can't think in one language only. Uh, yeah, just to the larger community and to everybody uh, uh, working together. So applications are open. You can find information on uh, BAPA's website, which I do not know off the top of my head, unfortunately, but we can probably post it in the show notes or share it at a later point. Yeah, I just that randomly popped into my head. And I know that's something people can take advantage of. Um, definitely something that I wish I had seen while I was still an undergrad. But yeah, you guys should definitely go look that up. There's so many opportunities that are out there for us. And I think it's just a matter of doing the research and finding mm-hmm. them. And then while we're on a roll with just like announcements and things, um, so for this particular conference, you guys can actually apply to present. So they have a proposal application that's on the website and Taya can probably, or Amra can give you guys more information about because <laughs> the deadline is coming up for it. Yeah, so the deadline is February 22nd, but we always give a little bit of wiggle room. So depending on when this podcast airs, just reach out and we'll make it work. Uh, And you could reach out to submissions at bihdiaspora.com and we will get back to you in a vaguely timely manner. Um, But we're looking for uh, we're looking for submissions um on uh whether you are an artist an educator a policymaker, a bank teller a stay-at-home parent um you know you can really be anything and everything and if you just want to and you if you want to share a specific skill and how you are changing the community that's what we want to hear this year's theme is bridging the gap change makers in action Um, And we're really looking to highlight individuals and groups that are changing the diaspora, continuing to connect with uh, back home. And uh, we really want to keep it as open as possible. So um, you you can take bridging the gap and think of how it could apply to what the, the work that you're doing and pitch it and our proposal review committee, uh, which is comprised of um, current organizers and um, former uh, or previous attendees, former presenters, um, and other community uh, members. Uh, They have a process of reviewing proposals, and then we'll be announcing in March what the full uh, schedule is going to look like. But is it appropriate? Is this a time where I can make our, our big announcement? Yeah, go for it. Definitely. Awesome. Well, okay, we just secured our one of our keynote speakers, um, which is Yasminko Halilovich from the War Childhood nice. Museum. So he's coming from Sarajevo. Nice. Um, he was on Forbes 30 under 30 list last year for Europe's law and policy list um, for starting uh, the War Childhood Museum, which is the only museum in the entire world dedicated to the experiences of children in wartime. I believe they've collected over 4,000 different articles of, um, of like things and uh, uh, stories and items uh, that are on display. Uh, and so we're super excited to um, have him. He's amazing and like super fascinating. Uh, <laughs> and so it's it's great that he's going to be able to come and, and meet us. Um, and to to present um, he's also a founder at the urban association and um, 
is considered uh, one of the 30 global shapers from Bosnia and Herzegovina, according to the World Economic Forum. So, um, pretty awesome. We're come really hear him excited. speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come hear him speak. Um, it's time to network. Um, so, uh, we're, yeah, we're just really excited. And we'll be announcing other keynote speakers as we are ready to. Um, but we're... Sorry, I'm going to say excited again. I'm very excited, I'm excited <laughs> that we confirmed him um, and are going to move forward with this. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, the War Childhood Museum is really great. I got to go see it this past summer, and it was it's very rushed experience that day because we took a day trip to Sarajevo for Mostar, which was actually with the um, Mostar Summer Youth Programs. A good segue to have Yusuf talk a little bit more about his presentation in 2017, because that's actually how I found out about the volunteer program. Yeah, um, MSYP is awesome. <laughs> They're amazing, and everybody should go be involved with MSYP in some capacity. Um, MSYP is, in the most basic sense, a free alternative learning program for high school age kids um, in Mostad and in the surrounding communities. Um, so we have about 80 or so on average students that participate every summer in our three-week program. Um, and we run workshops, hold classes, uh, go on, as Mina said, like short trips, day trips, um, do like evening events like karaoke uh, with the kids. Um, and it's <laughs> just a blast. Um, and just seeing these kids, um, and it's all taught in English, and it's all presented in English, um, which is really fascinating. And so seeing, um, you know, youth come in and not be as confident in their English speaking skills, but leave, you know, on the last, you know, at the, after the end of three weeks, on the last day there, you just can't get them to stop. And they're just like, yeah, we're on about, you know, everything. And, you know, they're so opinionated. And I think MSYP really gives, um, the youth in Mossad and, you know, in just the greater Balkan region, um, an opportunity to th think a little bit differently. Um, as many of us know, the education system in uh, the Balkans, we'll just leave it at that, is very um, fact-driven. So the, the, the teacher or professor is, you know, you're just, they're just giving you facts. And you, at the end of the day, you just have to regurgitate that information but you're never really engaging or really allowed to participate necessarily in the classroom. Um, and so MSYP just kind of flips the role um, and lets the students really kind of drive, uh, drive the classroom and really kind of learn at their own speed, whether it's uh, a course on, um, you know, business entrepreneurship or Amina, what did you teach this summer? I taught, so I helped with the business challenge, which is the entrepreneurship nice. thing. And then I taught video content creation with a nice. So super awesome. Yeah, I've, I've done courses on um, civic activism and social engagement, uh, as well as a course on like uh, digital marketing and PR on like small, uh, my favorite workshop uh, that I've led a couple years in a row. I'm a huge fan of jazz music. 
Um, so I've done a couple jazz uh, workshops with the kids or just like, I'll just sit on the floor and just listen to a bunch of jazz music and it's super chill. Um, and everybody kind of describes it as elevator music, but they all appreciate it at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to like picture them like listening to this. <laughs> it's cool we'll do it in uh atlanta and it'll be super chill and y'all will love it um but yeah MSYP... Yusuf, are you saying you're gonna pro- are you saying you're gonna propose a session where we just listen to jazz music <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> um but yeah msyp is great um if you guys have the opportunity check out our website uh mostad syp.org um you know, we draw in our, our teaching staff comes from all over the region and all over the world. Uh, I've met some amazing people through the program. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just great. Uh, it's a great opportunity to, uh, if you're, if you're a college age student, um, it's a great way to spend your summer, uh, back home, so to speak, um, in a, in a, just a beautiful, beautiful part of the world, um sunny sunny skies and in, in Herzegovina and Mostar uh, year round as Amina can attest to um <laughs> you know it's it's uh it's a great opportunity for for high school or for, excuse me for college age kids to just spend their summer just kind of giving back and just reconnecting in a different way instead of going out around to family homes and drinking coffee and eating baklava all day you know as great as that is it's it's uh it's a it's a different experience when you're actually connecting with the youth um in a in that capacity um, so highly recommend that everybody check it out. If you have any questions, definitely reach out to me um, or Amina and you know whoever, or reach out through our website. Um, happy to answer any questions y'all have. Yeah, and we could probably talk about Mostar like all day. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we actually there um, episode that talks all about MSYP for those of you that are more interested and mm-hmm. in, you know hearing more about it but definitely like he was saying one of the most rewarding things that I have done and you really make the most out of your summer mm-hmm. because you're not just you know like visiting family like yes it's great but at the same time you want to go back and make an impact you know this is one of the ways that you can do it which is awesome yeah. but Really loved that. And then as far as presenting goes, did you just decide to apply yourself or yeah. were you asked by the program or how did that work? Yeah, so I uh, kind of stumbled across it. Um, I had just finished doing my, just uh, had gotten published for this big research project that I did um, throughout my time at university. Um, and so I was kind of riding that high of, you know, having gotten published and, you know, wanted to talk more about my research, um, and like found out about the diaspora conference through somebody on Facebook or something. And, uh, like decided to check it out and saw that, um, you know, there was a great opportunity to, you know, to present my research, but also tie it to, um, you know, this amazing and really beautiful and rewarding experience that I'd, you know, I had a few months beforehand uh, in Bosnia. So I just really wanted to share with people uh, that experience. Um, so yeah, just uh, stumbled upon it. Yeah, which is uh, great. And I'm very happy that I did. Yeah, that's super great. And honestly, like it just goes to show that, you know, if you are involved in something and you want to talk about it, whatever mm-hmm. community or organization or event that you, you know, have participated in, definitely 
feel free to apply as we mentioned earlier and then I guess we can kind of go into talking a little bit more about you know who you guys have connected with you know as a result of the conference what other kinds of projects you're involved in and yeah just like that whole aspect like what have you really gained from you know going to this event um, I guess I can answer that one for my for my part um I've gained a new knowledge so to speak um Beforehand, I, you know, had a great group of friends and, um, you know, who are very like-minded. But the truth is, sometimes I guess we feel a little left out of our communities um, for whatever reason. And sometimes you feel like there aren't really people who get you. Well, after attending that first conference and then every conference from there on out, I felt like I had gained like 10, 20 30 new best friends, you know, and it's just so great because everyone is on the same page as you and everyone has the same goals and, you know, say, I mean, they may not have the same exact uh, ideas and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, we all come together uh, as a one whole community and it's just wonderful to, to connect. Um, from that, I've, I, afterwards, I've connected, uh, especially with uh, Sanada Tsvirk-Pargan. Um, she's the president of Bosniak's cultural community, Preporod of North America. And I was with them for a couple of years, and that was really great. And then, as Tam mentioned, uh, I've, you know, joined as one of the coordinators, organizers for the Diaspora Conference. So it's just really wonderful, all the people that I've met and stayed in touch with ever since. Yeah, yeah I mean, I totally agree. One of my favorite things that's come out of the conference is I feel like I all across the country, like, I have so many people now, that whether it's like LA, <laughs> exactly. or, Boston, or New York, or Seattle, or Salt Lake City, um, or Atlanta, like, <laughs> like, there's people or Toronto, like uh, Vancouver, like there's people all over this continent now that I that I one trust two still feel very connected with and three like have a really good continued friendship with exactly. uh, which I think is hard mm -hmm. when we're like when we talk about challenges in the diaspora I think it's it's hard to form those connections and relationships that are based out of being genuinely interested in the same things and and as opposed to just being friends because we're Bosnian. Like, mm -hmm. that's not why we all stay connected. We stay connected because we, like, get along. Exactly. And challenge each other. And, like, like thinking critically. And, like, supporting um, diaspora organizations and organizations in Bosnia. Um, so it, I, I, that's my favorite thing. It's I've definitely saved, like, hundreds of dollars on traveling. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, hey. That's really what you're in it for. Yeah. Like, we know what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> let me sleep on your couch for three nights. Everyone's like, yeah, sure, totally. Uh, and same thing. People need to sleep on the couch in Chicago. You're totally welcome. <laughs> True. Hit me up. Um, yeah. I, for, from my perspective, I mean, y'all both hit it out the nail on the head. Uh, I mean, I see Taya and Ida here in Chicago. Like, I don't know. What do you say? Like, at least a couple times a month? Quite yeah. often. Yeah. <laughs> see you tonight um but yeah i mean it, it's it's great and it's a great opportunity to again just like connect with people um 
you know, in just like a different capacity. It's like, you know, in some cases, people find it really nice and rewarding to connect within in mosque um, or, you know, w within a church or whether it's, um, you know, in various family functions. But this is just kind of a little bit different. And um, you're, I think in some cases, you're maybe thinking a little bit differently. You're being challenged a little bit differently. Um, so it's just a good opportunity to get out there and uh, just engage with people. Exactly. And like, if you've ever felt out of place in your community, you know, depending on whatever city you live in, or maybe there just like aren't a lot of Bosnians there, then, you know, this is your place. Like, this is where you can come and, you know, connect with people and not feel like scared to say something just because it might not, you know, correlate or it might go against like traditional kind of bosnian like beliefs i guess or just like cultural things that you wouldn't necessarily like bring up with your parents i can't really think of an example right now but i think you guys get what i'm saying so just certain things like that and you know creating this safe place and yeah the traveling aspect is awesome like i remember last year when we went to seattle it was so funny because somebody had bought something from Balkan Bread and this is back when I first started so like we didn't even have this official website none of that it was just on Etsy and I remember um, talking to this customer this girl she's one of my good friends now and it's so funny um, Elma if you're listening and she basically was like oh yeah if you're ever in Seattle again like please let me know like you can stay with me or um, she even I'd never met her before but like I said she bought a sweatshirt and she um, ended up, I think she was sick the day of the conference or something, but then the next day she was so nice. She picked, you know, me and Manella up from the hotel and we got dinner and it was super nice. Cool. It was just really random, but I think it's a good example of how, you know, you can meet up with people and just go into this with like no expectations and you're going to be so surprised and you're going to have a good time, like regardless. So... That's really good insight. And going back to um, some challenges that are facing the, you know, diaspora here, what are some, I guess, like common ones off the top of your head that you guys can think of? Oh, man, we can have a whole segment on this alone, <laughs> <laughs> a whole podcast episode dedicated to it. Um, no, but uh, honestly, I think a lot of people would agree, well, you guys you know, let me know if you disagree, but I think we let diversity come between us. Um, you know, most of the time we allow our differences uh, to overshadow our similarities. And believe me, we have a lot more similarities than we do have differences. I mean, you'll, you'll see random, you know, meaningless fights and stuff like that, um, especially on the internet nowadays. So Balkan Twitter, I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, stuff like that. But that's just, it's unfortunate because we are so, so much stronger together than we are apart. And it's, it's a shame that we don't see that. It's a shame that we're not empowering one another and helping each other because, you know, the rest of the world won't do that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Amna. And um, we, in constructing the conference, are very intentional in that it is a multi-ethnic, mm -hmm. diverse, and inclusive space. And 
um, this is personally important to me because I'm actually Bosnian and Serbian. And the conference has been one of the only spaces where I've been able to say that without fear of how people are going to react. Mm -hmm. And I'm not alone in that sentiment. Um, I have had so many people, and I won't disclose who, but I've had so many people come up to me and just, oh, now I'm going to cry, uh, and just, like, thank me for being able for creating a space where they were able to be them full, their full selves, mm-hmm. whether that means um, they're like Bosnian Serbs, whether that means they're gay, whether that means uh, they have like a mental health issue, whether that means they want to start a business or whether that means that they're, they're just like shy. Like these are really important um differences that bring that that could divide us like Amina said but instead should really bring us together because together we are such a a, an intricate and creative and like just beautiful community um and divisiveness isn't gonna um help us any like at all mm-hmm. <laughs> um especially in the diaspora right like the number came out there's like five hundred thousand of us in in america um that's like huge and mm-hmm. um we just we we need to we need to come together and i'm not saying abandon our values i'm not saying you know s- stick through harmful or toxic relationships or anything like that um but just to be able to create a space can can come together and like figure out those relationships with each other like we as organizers aren't here to get kudos um we're we're here to create a day a weekend where you can get together with all your friends and meet up and hang out and talk about what's on your heart and on your mind yes absolutely absolutely um (laughs) absolutely one one hundo um i think with that also i mean um there's a lot of members of the bosnian diaspora bosnian herzegovinian diaspora community um that uh many of them are uh, first generation college uh, or like interested in college um and university uh myself included when i was you know like on the come up going through high school we had no idea what was going on. Like, it was just like, oh, like, I have a friend who's applying to this school. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I'll apply to this school. Um, and so on and so forth. That's how my college search went. It was like, I knew somebody who was applying there. And I totally, you know, fumbled my way throughout my university experience. But it would have been so great to have somebody who was either, you know, studying the same thing as me. And I could connect with them on in like that capacity and, or at least get help um in you know whatever field that was um so using these relationships and building these relationships at uh in in opportunities like this to create you know meaningful mentorship opportunities or just somebody as like a friend who you can reach out to and say hey we're interested in the same thing or we're studying the same thing you know how can we help each other to both succeed um i think is a is a huge challenge because um you know, uh, here's my hot take. Many members of our uh, Bosnian-Herzegovinian diaspora community, um, everybody is uh, kind of picks on each other a little bit of like, oh, you're not doing this as well as I am, so I'm better than you. 
um, but instead we should all be trying to elevate each other and um, you know help each other as a as a community because um, together we will rise. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, that's really valid because, yeah, like, people are just putting each other down, you know, on social mm. media is just not cool at all. And I think it comes down to the point where, you know, a lot of the people that you might want to reach out to or you might want to meet, like, I don't know. I know there's people you're following that you haven't met before that are Bosnian or, you know, are from the Balkans. And you're like, oh, you know, they seem pretty cool. Like, I'd totally love to meet them. But at the same time, it's like... I don't really want to reach out like that's weird or oh no they think they're so like cool or I don't know like I couldn't ever you know hang out with them and stuff like that so I think it's breaking that wall and not having mm -hmm. kind of show off mentality that some people have from the Balkans and I'm not saying it's everyone because it's definitely not at all but mm -hmm. I think you guys know what I'm talking about in that sense that people that are so um, focused on like showing off and you know like you were saying oh I'm better than you in that kind of sense and anyway right. a whole other like conversation but yeah I think those are some really valid you know points when it comes to things that we're f faced with you know whether it's on a daily basis or when we're put in different events in different spaces you know with other people that are the same nationality um, or of different nationalities as us. So just to kind of sum things up, um, you know, one of the biggest things is just, you know, finding a way to get along with each other, quote unquote, you know, no matter what nationality you are, and also finding that space if you, you know, are coming from like your parents had a mixed marriage, or, you know, you have different nationalities within you, I think that's a really great thing. And I think that's something that, you know, we should capitalize on and we should, you know, choose to admire. And like Teo was saying, you know, how you felt afraid of like, essentially, you know, I, I can't just pick one, you know, I'm both like, it's not one of those things where, you know, you can just pick a side and go with it. So really important to just value all the different nationalities, you know, yes, we have been through a lot, you know, in time, and there's certain things that I might have a different viewpoint discussing this versus someone, you know, who really went through the war and saw a lot of the different um, tragedies and stuff like that. But Anyway, at the end of the day, if we want to make some kind of change, we do have to come together and we do have to realize that we are a lot stronger together than we are apart. So anyway, the point of this episode is that you should definitely come to the conference because it's amazing. And then I just wanted to um, ask if you guys have anything else that you want to add, just any like final words for our listeners. Um, I would give a big uh, first shout out to Balkan Bread and Amina for being amazing mm -hmm. and like <laughs> totally being a cool young entrepreneur and making things happen. Um, and since I know a lot of your listeners and followers are students, um, we uh, <laughs> so this event is put on by volunteer organizers who do not get paid. In fact, we invest a lot of our own money into this conference. And you can look at our website, uh, beefdiaspora.com, uh, to see our financials if you're interested, you know, where money's gone in the past few years. Um, and because of that, we had to limit how many student tickets there are. So student tickets are um, discounted because we know that students have less resources. Um, and broke. so we want to create that. Ex <laughs> yeah, they're broke. Uh, <laughs> 
I remember those days. Um, so we want to create opportunities for students to come, but those tickets are like already almost ready to sell out. And we just opened it like about a week ago. Um, uh, thank you, Yusuf. Um, <laughs> jokes. Um, yeah, so I would just encourage to get their, their tickets. Uh, last year we sold out. We were like over capacity in the space. So we're totally expecting that this year. Um, yeah. And just thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and thank you for listening. I'm not Yusuf. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think you uh, summed it up pretty nicely. Uh, yeah, again, thank you, Amina, for having us. And I would just encourage everybody listening to, uh, you know, if you are, I know we're trying to reel you in, so to speak, to come to the conference, but even if you don't come, that's fine. Just, um, you know, get a feel for it. Talk to people who have been there and then hopefully you'll you'll make it um, the following year or the year after that. And um, just, you know, come if you can and see for yourself and i'm sure you won't be disappointed you're you're gonna love it and i would really encourage everyone to support each other and each other's work so mm -hmm. if you have bosnian whether they're bosnian or not but especially if they're bosnian you know uh we really need that because we can make things happen and it'll be so much better if we have everybody's support absolutely i mean are you presenting this year um, I <laughs> I have to work on my proposal and turn that in. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I just told Tay, I was like, yeah, look out for one for me and Manella. Nice. Um, yeah, I just think it would be cool to talk about um, just, you know, Balkan bread and how that got Absolutely. started. And I think it goes well with the theme of, you know, bridging the gap between all of these different nationalities and, you know, different people. But yeah, I really want to present. I think it'd be, you know, this is the time to do it. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have one more thing. Yeah, go um, So last year we launched our SMS subscription service and it was a huge success. <laughs> um, so we're going to continue doing it this year. So if you'd like to receive text updates leading up to the conference, um, as well as during the conference weekend, text BIH Diaspora to 797979. Um, and you'll be subscribed. You'll get like a confirmation text. And if you ever want to stop, you just respond stop and it unsubscribes you. But um, it is a super nifty way um, to stay in touch and also not have to like scroll through social media to find information. Uh, we don't text very often, uh, but uh, we will use it as a way to keep folks um up to date and who knows maybe you um find a treat or a sweet deal in your text messages one day when we decide to release that who knows? yeah hint hint <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe something like that would save you money will happen in your inbox i don't know, I don't know. damn i'm not sure I, I, I think I got a text the other day from you guys. I can't remember yeah. what it was, but yeah, I, I did get the text. And they're also really great um, on the day of. Like, I remember last year we got them throughout the day. Like, oh, we're having this speaker or, oh, we're going to take a break or something like that. I remember that going on throughout the day, which was really nice because if you had like wandered off or something, you know, you're still kind of in the loop of what's going on. So 
I'll definitely put that in the description for this episode as well. That way people can, you know, sign up for those updates, which are super duper helpful. But yeah, I'm so glad that I was able to, you know, talk to you guys on this episode and, you know, give some more information about the conference to our listeners. So those of you listening, seriously, need to come. You're going to regret it if you don't come, I swear. I think it's going to be really fun this year. I've already had a ton of people just like message me saying, oh, I'm coming or, oh, I got my ticket or this. And I'm like, wow, this is great. You know, I didn't realize that like people, you know, people say they're going to come to things and then I'm like, okay, are they really going to show up? They actually were like, yeah, here's my flight. I bought it. I was like, wow, this is great. Like, awesome. So can really have an impact on each other and, you know, meet some new people, see some fresh faces. We're all going to be there. So you guys get to meet us, which is another benefit, another perk. Um, But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, if you're interested in being featured on an upcoming episode, you can send an email to hello, just the word hello, at balkanbread.com with the subject line podcast. Thank you guys again for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.